Welcome to Your Love Ministries, where this is a Holy Spirit-led podcast. Good day to you. My name is Claire Carter, and I'm your host on this journey of becoming a disciple of Christ. The Lord had placed on my heart fire drill. So let's turn to the Father in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for your blessings and joy. Thank you for your love and your everlasting peace. Thank you for this new opportunity, this new day to share your word, to share you, Holy Spirit, with others. So we welcome you, Holy Spirit, into our homes, into our minds and our hearts, into the homes and hearts of all the listeners. Thank you, Father God. Bless them. Bless them for setting aside a time to receive more of who you are, setting aside a time to hear and learn more about you, Lord. Bless them in their finances. Bless them in their families. Bless them in their health. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for giving them this new day, this new opportunity to share your word, Father God, to allow their light to shine for others to say, hey, there's something different about you or I want what you have. And Lord, that's the opportunity for us to tell them about how wonderful you are. So we thank you for every opportunity that you give us. We bless your holy name. We praise you, Father God. And we thank you for Jesus being our blessed hope. Thank you, Jesus, for your blood that was shed for us. We just love you and honor and glorify you in your mighty and precious name. We love you. Amen, amen, amen. So fire drill. It's really funny because I was just sitting around and went to sleep and waking up and the Lord just had showed me something in a vision how there's two kinds of people. One that is prepared when a fire comes and the other that scatters around. So what have we learned through, through school? They, they tell us fire drills, right? And so what happens in a fire drill, you're supposed to do this. In a fire drill, you leave your backpack, you leave everything behind, you get in a uniformed line, you walk, not run, to the nearest exit, and you get as far as away from the fire as possible. So, it's amazing because God used that to show me (laughs) that that fire is hell like a a metaphor, the way that he shows me things. I love it so much. So what we need to do as disciples of Christ is we need to leave everything behind, walk in the straight path and get as far as away from hell as we possibly can. Isn't that amazing? God is just truly amazing. I love the way he shows me things. So in this way, in this vision, you have the person that when the fire comes, they're prepared because they know where the fire extinguisher is. They know how to leave out of the building in a uniformed way. They're aware of where the exits are, so they're not panicking. And and that's what the day of the Lord coming should be for us, that we're not those that are scattered around and panicked, and we're not worried about taking the things of this world with us. When we have given and made the choice to give our life to Christ, to receive Jesus as our personal savior. Our eyes open up in a different way. We walk differently, we talk differently, we love and act differently as we've been speaking over and over again with these lessons. And with these lessons and reading our word and praying daily, the Lord is showing us how 
do we become prepared? So what does the Bible say? So we're not the one that's scattering around on the last day as a trumpet blows and we're like, oh, I need to get it fixed. I need to get it in order. But that at that point, it's too late. So we should be the ones that hear the trumpet blow and know that the Lord is coming and returning for us and we stand and we're prepared and we're ready. We stand in confidence. We don't run and hide. We don't go ballistic and crazy. I need this. I need that. I need to get this. I need to do that because we are all ready prepared. We can read in Romans chapter 13 verses 11 through 14. This is the English standard version. It says, beside this, you know, the time that the hour has come for you to awake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone, the day is at hand. So let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immortality and sensuality, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provisions for the flesh to gratify its desires. So basically God's saying, Hey, when you give your life to Jesus, when you have made that commitment, when you have accepted him as your savior, we need to walk as it's daytime. We need to walk as we're seeing things clear, as we're paying attention, as we're not sleeping and slumbering and being lazy, we're actually getting ourselves prepared. In Matthew chapter 25, verse 13, it says, Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. It comes just like the fire. We don't know that this fire is going to start, especially if it's like electrical or something. We don't know. And so when we're sitting in our classroom or when we're sitting in our home and all of a sudden the, the fire sparks up, are we panicking or are we prepared? I know where the fire extinguisher at, is at. I know, you know, the meeting spot we need to go. I know, or are we running around and being crazy? In Colossians chapter two, I like to share with you verses four through 10. So the way we need to be prepared is that we need to know that we know that we know. We cannot sit there and have any slack or any downfall. There can't be any, well, it's okay. You know, I, I've, I have unforgiveness for so-and-so, but I'm sure that God will still swoop me up into heaven. Well, I just did a little white lie and I'm sure God's going to overlook that. No. Because guess what? Nothing, no sin can enter into heaven. Nothing that is unholy, unclean, or unrighteous will enter into heaven. So that's why we go daily to God and repent. We fall before Christ Jesus daily and repent. Lord Jesus, please forgive me for the sins that I have committed today. Father God, I didn't mean to say that lie. I felt under pressure. Lord Jesus, remove it from me. Father God, I slipped up into the temptation. Father God, please forgive me. Remove it from me. I turn, I repent. And we do this daily to make sure that we are in order with God. Not that we're doing these things and saying, oh, well, God's going to forgive me anyway. All I have to do is pray. 
No, because he looks at the heart, not your mouth. So in Colossians uh, chapter two, verses four through 10, it says, I am telling you this so no one will deceive you with well-crafted arguments. For though I am far away from you, my heart is with you. And I rejoice that you are living as you should and that your faith is Christ in Christ Jesus is strong. And now, just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Let your roots grow down into him and let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will go strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. Don't let anyone capture you with the empty philosophies and high sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world rather than from Christ. For in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. So you also are complete through your union with Christ, who is head over every ruler and authority. So what is being said here is let's not not get misled by how people say, oh, and the universe, and I'm going to speak things out into the universe. Let's not get fooled by these things or these empty philosophies. Oh, well, I believe that as long as I think positive and, and, you know, I'm eating healthy and I'm, and I'm speaking properly. And my philosophy is that if I'm doing good, then good will come to me. Let's not get caught in the philosophies or the high, high sounding nonsense from human thinking. Let's take a look at so many people that were following other people that said, Christ is coming on May 11th, whatever year, I can't remember, 2000 or something it was. It states clearly in God's word that no one knows the day, the time, the hour, no one. That's what it states in God's word. And we, we literally just read that. Watch therefore, watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour of the coming of the Lord. We don't know. And when there are people that are deceiving, you cannot believe the human. That's why no matter what, even with this podcast, I know that it is Holy Spirit led, but for you yourself, pray on it. Lord, should I be listening to this? Lord, is is this the right way in your Holy Spirit? the Holy Spirit inside of you, your spirit man will lead you and guide you. Yes, this is correct information or no, not because it just sounds good, but because it is followed by the word of God, because guess what? The word of God is truth. We're not pulling one little scripture out and going gung ho on it. There's so much more. There's so much more. And that's why it's so wise for us to read for ourselves, to know for ourselves. And that's why I like to share with you, like I'm reading out of the New Living Translation or I'm I'm reading out of the English Standard Version or if it's the King James Version, because that way you can go back and look for yourself and read for yourself God's word. See, God wants us to stand. He doesn't, he wants us to stand firm in our belief in him, not because Sally Sue told her that Jesus was good or not because Sally Sue told me Jesus is good or Billy Bob told me that God is faithful. It's because I've lived it for myself because I know and I see, I feel and I taste, I, I have that personal relationship with Christ for myself. And anyone can come and ask me, 
anyone. And I can tell you, my roots are grown so deep into God. So when someone asks me, why do you believe in Jesus? What makes you believe in him and not the universe? I can give you plain facts and answers and I can give you truth. Why? Because I know Jesus as my personal savior. I know him for myself. So in 1 Peter, and this is chapter 3, verse 15, uh, you can read on through. It says, um, I can start at 13 if you like. It says, and this is the New Living Translation. Now, who will want to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you suffer for doing what is right, God will reward you for it. So don't worry or be afraid of their threats. Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks you about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. But do this in a gentle and respectful way. Keep your conscience clear. Then if people speak against you, they will be ashamed when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ. Remember, it is better to suffer for doing good, if that is what God wants, than to suffer for doing wrong. And that is in 13, verse 13 through 17 of 1 Peter chapter 3, the New Living Translation. So I will stand firm. So when somebody tells me that I need to speak it out to the universe, so the universe, I can tell them not so, because God tells me in his word that I am not to look to the universe, that I'm not to follow man, but I am to only follow him. And I do it in a loving and kind way, not a kind of, not the kind of way that threatens people or it is rude to people like, shut up, you're stupid and crazy. My God is the living God and my God, yes, my God is a living God, but I don't need to call somebody stupid and crazy. I can say, you know what? You may believe what you want to believe, but I know what my Lord has done for me. I know his word is true and I'm a living proof of it. But I thank you for your concern. And when we live out the life for God and we understand who he is in our life, we understand that when the fire comes, we're ready. We're ready. Whether it's a fire drill or an actual fire, we are prepared. We are prepared. And people of God, that's an amazing feeling to stand in confidence, not in fear saying, what have I, have I done something wrong? Have I, or, or I've recently had somebody tell me, well, with all this chaos going on in the world, I I guess it looks like the end is coming. I better get it right with God. Yes. And what day is a better day than right now, right here to give our life to Christ, to turn from our wicked ways and say, Jesus, I confess with my mouth and and I believe in my heart that you are my savior, that you died for my sins on that cross and that God rose you on the third day. I believe that Lord. And when we've done that, we've become saved. And guess what? We need to now live out that life for Christ, reading your word daily. It doesn't stop just by saying, I believe in you, Lord. It continues on as a daily, daily, daily. The Lord had placed on my heart and I shared it on our Facebook page. The walk of Christ is not for the weak, but for the warrior. And that's what we become. We become warriors for Christ because it will be a hard battle because people will want to persuade us. No, no, no. You should bow down to Buddha. No, no, no. Mormon is the way. No, no, no. You should follow the trees. And I say, no, 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 I'm following my true and living 
Jesus Christ, that he, he himself laid his life down for me. He himself allowed his blood to flow so that I can be white as snow. So if that's what you want to declare today, you do your research. You see who God is in your life. Always look to the Holy Spirit. Always ask for guidance. I encourage you. If this is what you want to do, as I just said, that's how you get saved is with confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart, the Lord Jesus, and that he died on the cross and God raised him on the third day and we shall be saved and then live your life out for Christ. It doesn't end here. If you have given your life to Christ previously, but you have backslidden, you got into the ways of this world and allowed it to consume you up there for a short while. Today's always a great day to give your life back to Christ. Asking Lord to please forgive you for your sins and repent. That means turn away from your wicked ways. Pour it out to God and let him fill you up. And then from this day forward, it doesn't end there. From this day forward, pray, praise God, read his word, understand his truth. Dig deeper. Don't just know Christ on the surface. Dig deeper to have that personal relationship. Remember, the fire drill and being prepared. So Father God, thank you for this time that we have had together learning, Father God, for us to be prepared because the fire could be coming at any time, Father God. Hell could be right there at the tip of our feet, Father, but you want us to walk as far as away to get in the safe zone, Father God, and the safe zone is you. So we love you and we thank you for that. We praise you and we honor and we glorify you because you're so worthy to be praised. Thank you for your word on this day. Thank you for allowing hearts and minds to be open and touched, Father God. We thank you for the preparation. We thank you for allowing you to tell us directly in your word for about the preparation for you to live in you, to live in eternity with you. So we thank you for this. Thank you for all the listeners. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for spreading your word across the nations. We love and we honor and we glorify and praise you in your mighty and precious name, Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you so much for joining us. We truly appreciate you. Please remember that you can find us on the World Wide Web at youareloveministries.us. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook. You want to look for the heart with the cross through it, You Are Love Ministries. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, you are loved.